Well, Fireball is the uh, unofficial or maybe even official drink of runners. If ever I'm on the road and I see a little like little bottle like that, I just assume it's a runner who drank it. The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Michter's American Whiskeys, and by Heaven Hill Brands. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. It's 2022, and my first guest is the first person I saw in 2022, my wife. Dr. Jacqueline Englesher joins the show, and we go over the best shows of 2021. We take a look at some of my old interviews, and you can hear some clips from uh, some folks that you uh, listened to in the full episodes in the past. So I hope you enjoy this. Uh, But first, a word from our sponsors. People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other. Passion permeates every sip. Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single barrel and small batch whiskey. Hard made the Colorado way. Our recipe, our stills, independent and always rugged, refined, and rebellious. 291 Colorado Whiskey is proud of its humble roots and excited as we expand to new frontiers. Get your taste of Colorado at 291coloradowhiskey.com. Online orders available or find a bottle near you. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. Hey guys, Jay Cutler. Started a new podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. Most of you know me from the NFL, some of you have seen me on Instagram, and some of you know me from the reality TV world. Each week I'm taking you along with me as we discuss football, trending topics, and whatever's going on in my life each week. I'm bringing along people that are special in my life. Former teammates, friends, and some new people that I like and respect. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Podcasting? I think I'm doing this right. Can't wait to get started with you. Go subscribe now. Uncut with Jay Cutler, Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Michael Malice here. Be sure to check out my weekly podcast, You're Welcome with Michael Malice, now on Podcast One. You might know me from my terrible Twitter, my horrible books, or the nonsense I spout on podcasts like Rogan and Glenn Beck. It's all there. Are you black-pilled or white-pilled for the future of the UK? What is a man? <laughs> what is a man? What is a no? I, what is the, I, are you white pilled or black pilled? No seriousness, girl. No, 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 I love the Jesse piece of question. <laughs> the fact that you discovered that gives me hope for some of the things that I've still got well, that are missing. Well, if you need James G. Blaine's autograph, you are welcome to it. Of course, being the co-author of How to Have Impossible Conversations makes you the perfect guest for this train wreck of a show. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> new episodes are available every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and wherever you get your podcasts. You are welcome. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, 
to heat cycling our barrel houses to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller, Dan McKee, and our master of maturation, Andrea Wilson, say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. Heaven Hill Distillery has been lifting America's spirit since 1935. They celebrate American whiskey's rich traditions, guide its evolution, and champion its exciting future. For Heaven Hill, whiskey is more than a profession. It's a personal passion that is poured into every bottle shared with newcomers and aficionados alike. So whether you enjoy the simple pleasure of Evan Williams bottled in bond or savor the uniquely satisfying experience of a rare single barrel bourbon like Elijah Craig, 18 year old, you'll find a home at Heaven Hill. If you want to learn more about the craft and techniques of making quality American whiskey, check out educational resources and sign up for their newsletter at heavenhilldistillery.com. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Cheers. And joining me today on the Fred Minnick Show is my wife. How you doing, Jacqueline? Good to see you. Oh, it's good to see you too, Fred. So we were just talking about uh, picking up kids and doing all these other things. Um... You actually, you have a real job that's important and everything. So I appreciate you taking the time to hang with me in my in my office. So what's going on? Not much. How are you doing? Come here often? Once in a while. Yeah. So, all right. So let's take a look around the office. And what's the, what's the first thing that you would steal in, in here? Um, well, I'm, hmm. Yeah. First thing I would steal, I mean, you know, I guess the first thing I would grab my hand on if you were looking, I'd probably just come in and sneak and grab something without looking. But if I had a... I mean, we have, we have some of your favorites in here. I know, but I'm having trouble locating. Okay, so any any of the maker's private barrel picks, I would, I would go for. Those always seem to make me happy. Those and, are very good, yes. Um, let's see. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something really close that I like. Um, I mean, I like some of the barrels, but I don't know if I see the one I like. I like the Michters. Um, where's the 1920? Do you have any 1920? Uh, yeah, we have some 19, we need 1920. old Forster 1920 in here. Yeah. Okay, yes, I would take that. Uh, you don't always have to take the rare, right? You can take the the usual and customary that mm-hmm. you like. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the Bardstown bourbon one that I like? Uh, I think you like all the Bardstown bourbon mm-hmm. ones, but that you usually like the Discovery one. That's it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. I like the Discovery. That you like. Yep. Um, and do we have bookers? We all know I like bookers. Uh, the, actually, yeah, bookers. Ah. They, they don't send me. They don't send me full bottles anymore. Bookers. I get. I get the little tiny ones. So they've. Uh, they they stop sending me the big bottles. What'd you do? Oh, I think I pissed them off a few times, but it was yeah. the little book, wasn't it? 
Um, uh, yeah, I think I and you know, I gave a bad review on Little Book and Legends. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they're that. They're that style, but I definitely have given some bad reviews in their portfolio well, recently. You know what? A couple years. It is through failure that you become better. It's they're a big giant company. They make billions of dollars. They, they get, can have they can have a bad bourbon. They don't, they don't it's not going to make or break them. No, that's, um, that's true too. So the purpose is the purpose of today's show. This is actually a look back on 2021. But what are you what are you most excited about for 2022 from a bourbon perspective? Because you're like, you're in the bourbon world. You know, think about Jacqueline as she's like in these like uh, runner communities and they all drink uh, bourbon constantly. So some uh, of them do drink, you know what, though. The Fireball. Well, Fireball is the uh, unofficial or maybe even official drink of runners. If ever I'm on the road and I see a little like little bottle like that, I just assume it's a runner who drank it and needed to warm up. I mean, I got some respect for that. Yeah. No one claims it's delicious. It's just, you know, fills a, a need. Right. Right. That's true. All right. So what are you looking forward to about bourbon this year? What's a bourbon thing you're looking forward to? Um, you know, the first thing that came to mind is Old Forester birthday bourbon. Whenever oh. that comes out. Yeah. I always like that. 2021 was great. Yeah. Um, but that's that's always something I enjoy. Um, bourbon events. Mm. Although in the in the uh, in the current status with Omicron, probably not for the first quarter. Um, well, I mean, I have events coming up in the first quarter. So what are you saying? I won't be going to any. <laughs> so wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I have to watch the children. That is true. So it's not because of lack are of. Are you support. saying I should cancel them? It's not because of lack of support. It's should, because are I you got saying it. We, we should, don't have sitters. I should cancel my events? You should not cancel your events. We're, we're doing them as well as we can. Yeah. Yeah. And the world can't, you know, I mean, we're, we got to learn to live with this stuff. You know, we can't just, we got to, we can't just, uh, you know, shut the world all down again. No. Um, you know, I will be interested in some of the people you're interviewing. Okay. Um, you know, I have people I want you to interview, but whether Who would you like me to interview this year? I would love you to get Henry Rollins. Really? Really. All right. I'll try to get Henry Rollins, but he's kind of uh he's kind of like, you know, on the outs in my world. Why? What do you do? I don't know. I just like people don't like him. Well, he you got know? he got me through puberty. So no, I'm just not. saying I have a I thanks, have a thanks Henry. Thanks Henry. I'll see if I can get to Henry Rollins. Actually, I think uh, my agent knows him. Like I think he actually used to rep him. So yeah, I think Andrew used to rep Henry Rollins. I mean, granted, he you know I don't I don't know if he's put out any music, but his spoken word was yeah was pretty good. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll make sure you're not in the room for that one. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that would be interesting to see what would happen if he was in the room. No, I didn't. Very, I did get to meet nervous. him at a birthday show, one of his okay. birthdays, because he always did a Chicago birthday show, and I think I went for his fortieth actually. So, oh, nice. Yeah, that was that was a fun time. All right. Well, so the purpose of this episode is to basically look back on twenty twenty one. This is a show that probably should have been produced in the end of twenty twenty one, but look. I, I mentioned this in a couple different um, podcasts. Um, you know, we put all we put all of our efforts into the, to the Kentucky Bourbon um, benefit, where we raised money for the tornado victims, and you know that consumed us 
as it should have. And we did a lot of great things with that. That's still, we're still working on that too, by the way. Um, you know, making sure people are getting the orders fulfilled and everything. Um, but then I also had to like start planning for my whiskey of the year. And so I just, a lot of things got punted, which by the way, I learned today that I lost my producer, my live stream producer for that. So I have to, why? I, uh, uh, his kid got COVID. No. Yeah. So we, so I will now having to pivot once again on producing the, uh, that live stream. But uh, I wanted to take a look back before we get to advance into 2022, because 2021 was an incredible year for me, uh, especially for this show, the kind of guests that I had. I wanted to, you know, talk to you about what your favorite, some of your favorite guests were, you know, um, and also your, your, you, you like watching my YouTube. So love to see what you, what your favorite spots there, but I'll just kind of kick things off and say, I really, I really loved my interview with Be Real from Cypress Hill. Uh, he was such, um, such an incredible taster. And to like, you know, hear him pair weed, uh, you know, break out the flavors of the weed to, um, to bourbon. That was kind of a one of a kind you know, moment for me. So, yeah, you know, take take a listen to uh, to be real, uh, dropping some tasting notes on uh, on my show. This is your world. What what? I'd go with an OG with this right here. Okay. A, a straight up good OG Kush, not ocean grown because that's not real. Original Kush, OG. Um, that would go good with this flavor right here because it's you know. They're, the flavor on this is 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 um it's overwhelming but in a good way right yeah and i think og would complement this right here because that the og flavor is so sweet and it's not that how can i say it's sweet and a little bit tart i think at the same time but it's robust and this is very robust like that nice like they would go great together all right so that was be real talking about um pairing some uh some weed some ganja to uh to bourbon and that was i think that's the first time that ever had been done to be honest with you, i don't think that's been done before not that i'm a, a big guy on the first but it's 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 a unique thing to do professionally because people are always like you know, there's still some people that I look at like we like, oh my gosh, weed, marijuana, cannabis. You know, I mean, I'm a, I drink bourbon for a living, so I can't throw stones at anybody. Anyway, so what's what's uh, what's a favorite episode for you? So I uh, I did like the Connor Manning, um, Peyton Manning, and I do say Cooper Cooper Manning. It, oh, Cooper. Cooper, you liked him so much, you got his name wrong. I did. Uh, you were actually why did there. Why say Connor? I don't. Where'd Connor come from? I mean, from? I've got a fraternity brother, Connor Maynard. Were, were you talking about him the other day? I just kicked his ass in fantasy football. That so must yeah, have been what it is. Probably, it just, yeah. it, you know, the football connection, sort of. Uh, yes. So, um, that was a great interview, mostly for all the stuff you weren't allowed to actually yeah. air. Because right. we got we got one who cares about an image and one who, I think, in usual brother spirit, wants to kind of crack that image. Yeah, you know, maybe, there's, there's know. some uh, back end editing on that one, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's take a take a here's a listen to uh, Cooper and uh, Peyton Manning 
kind of going uh, back and forth. But yeah, that was that was a great episode. You know, you know, Fred. This the first time I was on the show, which was probably shoot a year, a year, yeah, yeah, year, year, year change. Ago. I was um, um, way in over my head, I would say, and now I feel like kind of a savvy veteran. That's that's what's scary is that he thinks he's well on your level already. It's it's, it's beginning. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> he's, he's dressing like you. Yeah. He's going to speak like you. He's going to have his own podcast like you. That'd be awesome. And Entourage is next, Fred. You yeah. know, I can see him lined up waiting to get autographs from both of us. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, pick it right back up. That, But, you know, the Manning brothers, that was, that was a big moment for me, you know. Well, because even though it's not your content, it also was the day that you got a haircut. A needed. You know what? A needed. I had these long, beautiful locks. Stringy. Beautiful, long, flowing Unkept. Just gorgeous. And it was kept. It, I combed mm-mm. it every day. You bet. The, ooh, the minimum expectation of grooming. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you have long hair, you're supposed to do more than just comb it every day? Listen, man, you might have, you might have, you have, you have very nice hair until it grows past here. And after you do that, you got to take uh, care of it. And we didn't. I did take care of it. I mean, I didn't put like oils in it or anything like that. Are you supposed to go to the oil town you're, and you're supposed to take drop care of your some hair. stuff in your hair? I took care of my hair. I mean, I wasn't exactly Fabio, but... You didn't take care of it. Whatever. So, anyway. anyway so, I'm about to go interview Peyton Manning, right? And her uh, her mom, right before uh, we leave, because she's picking up the kids, she's like, you need to get your hair cut for Peyton Manning. You're just so handsome with short hair. <laughs> and, and I was like, um, and I'm not cutting my hair. And then... I'm sitting on a plane thinking about it. I get off the plane thinking about it. All the while, I'm texting, emailing, calling, asking randos in the bathroom, maybe hey, should I cut my hair? You know, I mean, I'm asking all these people. And as it turns out, the entire consensus from everybody was to cut the damn hair. I'm like, fuck all of you all. This is great hair. So, to all those who chimed in there, uh, I hope you're happy because <laughs> I no longer have my long locks. And for Peyton Manning, you know, Sure, whatever. I'll cut my hair. I did. I actually have a video of it. It was a good video. Yeah, you can watch that now too. <laughs> if he would have had more time, this would be the this would be the most viewed. You know, hey, I got a, I got show. a haircut because of you guys. What? Really? Yeah. Here in New Orleans or here back in New back Orleans? Back? Wow. I, I had to have an emergency barber come in and cut my hair. Did you get the beard trim? Got got a beard trim and everything. And, and here's the thing: I've been growing it out. You know, with COVID. And what have you? And uh, my mother-in-law took one look at me when she's getting the kids. She's like, no. "You need to cut your yeah, hair." You're not going. On the road. She's like, "You need to cut your hair for Peyton Manning." <laughs> okay, so we've done the Mannings haircut. Um, we also also a good another really good interview for me. You know, personally, was staying in that kind of like NFL realm was a uh, was Jay Cutler. Uh, Jay Cutler is kind of, um, you know, he's a, he's a personality that a lot of people agree with. He's an anti, he's, he's not, he's very vocal against his opinion on masks and all that and vaccines. And, you know, I didn't talk about any of that. Let's talk about whiskey. Best, and, to, best to stick with the topic yeah, of and, and his, his career. And, that, and my show is not about getting controversial and getting all up in there, but, um, you know, it was it was just fun to talk to him. You know, one thing that I did know about him was that he was a diabetic, and I kept asking him what his favorite dessert was. And I was, and I, I, looking back on that interview, it's like I, I wish I would have phrased that differently, because people are like, 
oh my God, you're pushing him. He's a diabetic. I'm like, I was trying to like get him to resonate with the flavors of the bourbon because everything in bourbon is usually sweet. And so the sweet notes is what I was, I was trying to get him to tap into that. So very, very rarely do I have a regretful question or something. Well, but you know, anybody who lives with diabetes and controls it can enjoy things. Yeah. Just have to know how to manage it. And so. I went out with Jay later that night and we definitely enjoyed a few things that, uh, we, you know, when we got the bill and he split, you know, the, uh, the podcast one folks were like, Fred, what the hell did you buy? It was like, well, we were just buying wine. You said, you said you were buying. So we didn't say we couldn't buy anything know. we wanted. <laughs> so, uh, keep them, keep that in mind. If you're buying Jay Cutler and me dinner, got to give us limits. But anyway, so here's a clip that I really liked, uh, from that episode. Check it out. You can play, you can play quarterback forever now. And you get paid, you know, three times as much. I, I mean, when, whenever I got in, and I mean, Peyton probably said the same thing. Like, you got hit in the head, and they, it was literally like, you know, how many numbers? Two, yeah. three, one. Like, what do you, what do you got? And if you, you know, you said half the right answers, they were like, go get them, bud. Get back <laughs> in there. And then you gradually saw it get, you know, I don't know if more politically correct is the right word, but I mean, they, they started getting more health conscious and, you know, more awareness and stuff. And it, it's just a fine line at this point because I don't think people want to see the game change that much that quickly. And I feel like it's changed a lot really quickly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, pace of play and, and pulling guys out of games and that whole stuff. But we are, as, as a society, learning more really quickly yeah. about the brain and how it functions and, and, you know, CTE, you know, there was a lot of controversy there for, for, you know, three or four years about certain things and right. guys, guys committed suicide, unfortunately. So, um, you know, there's, there's good and bad. I, I think that, you know, the NFL is just trying to wade their way through it and, and do the best they can to do it the right way, but also take care of the players. All right, so that was Jay Cutler. What would you think of? What do you think of Jay? You, um, uh, do you think he's t- handsome and dreamy? No. Okay, because you know there his like uh, he's got a podcast now. And he's like like number one with women. Women love him. Yeah. Okay. This one doesn't. Okay. So ah right. my you know it is interesting keeping it in the football realm. A football player who I do love, Nandamkin Sue. Mm-hmm. I did. I did enjoy that one. I, and he was my yes. he was my first guest to come back. So he was on uh, last year, and he came back this year to talk about what it was like to win the Super Bowl. And and you know, one of the things that he said was, uh, with, I was talking to him about uh, Tyler Heineke, the Washington quarterback about like it's like man, he ran all over you all through all over you guys. And he's like he's like. We didn't have any time to prepare for him. We'll have we'll we'll be we'll get him next time. And it, Tyler Heineke beat him this year. Are you? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I don't care. I still love him. Oh, yeah. Dominican Sue's actually a great guy yes. too. Great, great guy. But he would crush you. Yeah. with Bare hands. Yes. I I don't know. He's just he's so exciting to watch. And I wonder, you know, if he had been a player in the seventies. If, and you were allowed to unleash all of that, what mm-hmm. that would have looked like. He definitely would have been a uh, a force to be reckoned with, as he has been now. So, but anyway, uh, here is a clip from the Indomitian Sioux episode. Enjoy. And the and the quarterback that came closest to beating you was 
Tyler Heineke of yeah. Washington, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but no, it was it, it was Washington was uh, a very very interesting game. Uh, obviously, we were preparing and got a. I was actually on the bus uh, heading to the game and found out that uh, he was going to be the starting quarterback, and, and we had to kind of switch up our game plan. So throughout throughout the um, warm ups and preparing for the game, you, you got to be able to understand how to pivot, uh, which is what everything in COVID was about, pivoting and, and finding a way to be successful. When when Podcast One reached out to me, um, you know, another another Podcast One host, uh, Perez Hilton, you know, famously being a, um, oh, yeah. you know, celebrity, celebrity critic. And so they told me that he liked bourbon. Whoever, whoever we worked with to book this one said that he liked bourbon. Didn't he so, spit it out or something? He gagged. He gagged on like Old Rip Van Winkle, 10-year-old, Michter's 10-year-old, and all these like really incredible uh, bourbons. What a waste. And, and people were like, fuck him! <laughs> but if you listen to the interview, you got to hear a lot more uh, from him. And, and he provided a lot of what I thought was really important commentary about the state of the world. Uh, and also, especially like, you know, the state of like influencers. So t- take a listen to a Perez Hilton interview i was curious to know your thoughts on celebrities getting into spirits well i you know i did one a decade plus ago i thought it would be smart and like counter programming to be involved with a spirit that um there wasn't a lot of competition with so i Mm. partnered with a sake company tycoon Tycoon, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was, the ter- I was, I was for sure certain. Oh, Tycoon's going to be sold, and I'm going to make so much money. It's going to yeah. be great. And a year goes by, another year. I mean, I didn't expect it to happen overnight, but the years start flying, and the years keep going and going and going and going. And I'm like, okay, nothing's really happening here. It did get bought last year. But I have not seen any money yet. Now, one thing about that Perez Hilton interview, I actually, we actually had an echo in the interview. And if you go back and listen to it on the audio, um, you will hear an occasional echo. We had to cut that entire audio and I had to redub all, redub the entire, my entire, all my questions, all my reactions. And so that's why the the video portion there's only like a five six minute portion of it because we could we could effectively redub the audio for the podcast for the audio side, but for the video side, it it was not possible. You know, it wasn't it wasn't possible. So, but we were able to cut like the tasting, and nobody nobody seemed to pick up on that. So shout out to Jason for 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 that uh, that was Hell Week actually, man. We were back and forth on it but uh yeah yeah that, but that was a good episode i enjoyed that one so you got you got another one um so i you know i do like some of the industry folk um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so whenever you have jackie zykin i think she gives you a good run for your money when she's on the show oh yeah uh she doesn't let you get away with anything no. so i i like when it comes to bourbon uh personalities well and of course she was with old forester 
and still no, is she, with Old yeah, Forcer. Yeah, she's still with Old Forcer, yeah. I, I, I always enjoy her when she's yeah. on. I think you guys play really well together. Yeah, Jackie and I, are, we make a good team. She's fun. Mm -hmm. So here's a here's a quick cut from uh, my good friend Jackie Zykin. So we were trying to not get in everybody's way, and we were all crunched, and I was living, literally living amongst cases. And Hold cases on, I thought you said liver. I mean, because no. I mean, we were livered as well. Cases of booze. And I got, I fall, I fell behind in my tasting notes. I will be mm -hmm. the first one to admit that. I was like homeschooling a kid at the time because they all went to NTI and I fell behind. And so, a couple of barrels slipped through the program that I had not yet tasted. Mm -hmm. And then samples went out and it was like, oh shit. But then people bought them. And it was like, well, I can't write notes on them now because what's the point? They already bought it. So, a couple of these barrels, I was like, well, I'm just going to bottle them and see what happens and hope for the best. So, that's what this one is. This one, I called it L House Roulette number one because I was like, well, you know, I guess you're going to get what you're going to get. So, I haven't opened this. I just opened it. You saw me open it. You heard me open it. I haven't tasted this one. Um, L House is usually pretty good. They're all pretty good, but I have no idea what's going to happen. So, literally, I'm it's wow. probably not a good idea for anyone to do ever in this industry of like, hey, this has never been tasted, but why don't I take the most critical human being in the whiskey <laughs> industry and just give him a pour and see what happens? Uh, you know, so a couple, I'm a big Faith No More fan. Always have been a big Faith No More fan. I had Billy Gold on this year. Um, Did I know that? Uh, that I was a Faith No More fan or that I had Billy on? Both. I don't know. I don't think I knew that. They, they had one album where every song was a winner, like 92. Yeah. I mean, they're like, like that, they're like an OG in that alternative rock. Yeah, know? I really, uh, I don't know, that's a whole whole thing. Although a lot of music from that era, it, it was great because yeah. you were a teenager and it was just moody and ah. But somehow listening to it in your 40s, it's sort of like... It is, hey, drama. Yeah, oh everything God. now, the music back then, like, it's kind of like, I can't listen to much of the music from the from our time. What I can listen to is the stuff that has crossed that level of not being 90s music and just being great music. Uh, but most, a lot of the music from our time is not going to stand the test of time. But I think Faith No More will because, you know, they're, they're, they're an original. So. I need to listen to that album again and see how I feel about it. It's It's been... A while. And now you can listen to this clip from Billy Gold. You know, uh, I think the thing is that we made a lot of decisions probably over time where there's always a point like you do this, it's going to work. Uh, mm -hmm. But if you do this, it might work, it might not work. But you're kind of going with your gut. Uh, we did a lot of things with our gut that even didn't work at the time. But I think we got a lot of respect from our fans for the fact that we were kind of like really following something that was like a, a really a, a musical path and, 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 and not just thinking of what the career move was. And, um, and we also took a beating for it and we kept doing it. Yeah. So now, uh, now we got a couple more, a couple more left. I'm just, I'm sitting here going, you, you've had so many music guests and I keep running back to the NFL. And yeah. Well, you're a football fan. So I really liked the Terry Bradshaw stuff. Yeah. Cause Terry Brad, he Terry Bradshaw is a is an emotion and a, a personality and a I mean he's just and of course I did an event with him and I I think he might have separated my shoulder when he like 
squeezed it was like, hey, Fred. It was like, <laughs> I was like, oh. I just, I mean, how old is he? I mean, he's... He's in his 70s. He is in his 70s. I have never had as much energy as that man has. And just walking in a room, it's like... I mean, he could turn the lights on mm -hmm. when he walks in a room just from his energy. It's incredible. Yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, yeah. So, uh, here, here this, this interview actually ended up being like two or three hours. It was going to be 30 minutes. I remember. Because we were just, we were just having a good time. And now we text each other all the time. <laughs> it's like, and he's like, uh, he's, he's, he's become a, a very interesting person in my life. But also, his bourbon is good. Uh, I buy his bourbon. He, I, he, I like his bourbon. He really, like your review, I mean, you had him almost like a little tearful because you had reviewed his bourbon so well. And I was like, is Fred that big of a deal to Terry Bradshaw of all people? I guess he is. <laughs> um, but I mean, that was, you could tell he wasn't BSing that. That was really tell, meaningful. Tell that to our kids. You know, the next Well, they don't think business. anything you do is anything <laughs> at all. So. So here's a clip from uh, Terry Bradshaw. I didn't know who you were. Oh. And uh, boy, I found out real fast. It's kind of scary, you know. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and so when I when I heard you liked my bourbon, it was like the biggest. It was like, oh, my God. All right. So Terry was fun. Uh, another OG that we've had on the show is uh, E-40, Earl Stevens. Uh, one of his uh, one of his, you know, talked about his product on the Today Show. Um, but I really love his bourbon, Kuiper Belt, an eight year old Kentucky bourbon. You know, we talked we talked a, a, about a lot of different things in my interview with him, and I've become friends with with Earl as well. But the one thing that I'm most fascinated with was like this man spent a lot of time with Tupac, and you know oh, you're huge. how much I love Tupac. Yeah. And so uh, take a listen at this. Like this was one of those butterfly moments in my career when uh, when. E40 was talking about what uh, what Tupac would have been drinking. But if Tupac was alive right now, you know what he'd be drinking? What's that? Tycoon Cognac. Oh, I'm his, I'm his guy, and he know, and he loved, he loved Cognac. I love storytelling. Mm -hmm. I love storytelling. I love uplifting, and that's one thing Pac did was uplift the inner city spirits, like whether it was female or male, no matter what you're going through, he had something to say that was going to uplift your spirits, like keep your head up, like just stay focused, keep your, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, keep your faith. So that was a great clip, but it's worth noting that uh, E-40 owns the product that he was saying that, Kung, or that, uh, that Tupac would have been drinking. That man is. That man has created an incredible brand, and he's a hell of a salesman. Well, but I mean, wouldn't he though? If they knew each other, wouldn't they support each other's product? Usually, but then you know, Tupac might have started his own brand too. You never know. But anyway. Ooh, now that's an interesting concept. You know, what 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 would this person have started a bourbon if they'd still been there? Yeah, uh, that's a good. That is a good, actually, concept. What would. I think the person that would have started a bourbon would have been Lemmy from Motorhead. You know, he drank so much. <laughs> <laughs> he drank so much Jack. Okay, know? okay. So, 
Yeah, you know, I'm surprised. Well, no, I was going to say that I'm surprised Axel didn't because he was another one who drinks a lot of Jack, but I don't think that he's interested in yeah. starting a bourbon. Well, staying in that kind of hard rock, uh, that hard rock mode, I did get kidnapped earlier this year uh, by an alien species known as Gore. Ah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm fortunate to have made it out alive, but here's, uh, here's a death threat coming on my head. Yeah. If you finish a bottle of Ragnarok Rye, you will feel like you are a scum dog. You'll feel like a member of war. Unfortunately, the next morning you'll wake up being a war slave. Okay. All right. So, in other words, drink this responsibly, folks. Do not uh, drink the whole bottle. You'll uh, you, 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 unless you don't value your freedom. All right. And so, uh, yeah. So I'm lucky to be here after Gore did not eat me. So. It's always good not to be. So eaten. as we kind of kind of wrap up, what's well, what's a uh, what's a what's your final guess to uh, kind of talk about? Um, you know, I def I definitely skew to folks that I got to meet in person, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. I think I would say Charles Woodson is another. Plus, you know, he's a man who can wear an ascot and isn't afraid of it. So, yes. um, but I'm he, ascotless right now. By the way, I feel I feel like I'm letting people down, but you know what. Can't wear it you all can't. The time. You got. You know. You need. You need to have breaks from your gimmicks. You know. It's not a gimmick. It's like a real thing. It's a tra I'm sorry. Your trademark. It's you not a trademark. I just like wearing them for well, God's I sake. I know, but not casually around the office in a ball cap. <sighs> you know what? Uh, occasionally, I am in the office, just kind of hanging out at my ascot. More likely a hoodie. Often hoodies. Yes. But not pajama pants. But if I'm going out. There, there's that, an ascot. It's ascot time. There's an ascot happening. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Charles Woodson, uh, really nice to meet him. Um, definitely, you know, he 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 got Hall of Fame. It was this year, right? That's when right. He yeah, he made year? the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yeah, we had two Hall of Fame inductees on the show this year: Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson. But uh, Charles, um, I made the mistake of sending him uh, some whiskey that went bad, and we end up calling uh, uh, this stuff some. Um, some bad things. So take a listen to this tasting and pray to God you never taste it. Oh, God. Yeah, no. Oh. Well, that didn't, yep. that didn't keep very well. Oh. <laughs> that, that was coming straight out of the locker room in 1945 with jock straps and, and uh, tennis shoes and Old mouth, old mouthpieces. <laughs> so that was with Charles Woodson. Uh, Charles is uh, is a very, you know, to me, he's a he has a very exciting brand that he's got going. Um, and you know, he's just the thing about him, he's he's a hard worker, you know. And I've admired that a lot about him. You can see why he won a Heisman Trophy, Super Bowl. As uh, in, in the Hall of Fame. He well, and really, like, an incredible it, guy. At least according to his social media posts, really into the kids' sports and yeah, he's being, a, a, being a good dad. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's great to see people in retirement, um, you know, really embracing their life. Right. So many people wait to retire and they just don't enjoy their life anymore. So it's, it's true. It's, it's good. It's good to see that. So I think I'm going to wrap up with a guest, uh, Matthew Barzin. He was the uh, President Obama's uh, UK ambassador, uh, as well as uh, Swedish ambassador. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, we didn't really talk politics, but 
he wrote a he wrote a leadership book, and we were just kind of talking about you know that sort of thing. That ended up being my number two most downloaded episode. And there were you know because he's like such a he's such a big deal in uh, in around the world. Uh, but one thing he said that really really stuck with me was was how United States is everything that we do here is international policy. You know we tend to think of ourselves in uh, in a bubble and everything that's discussed when we go to the polls and what have you. But he said that people in the United Kingdom knew far more about our country than say an average person in Idaho or Nebraska or New York or wherever because like what we do here has an impact on the entire world so I don't know that just really stuck with me and um, here's uh, here is a, a quick soundbite from uh, Matthew Barzen. Here's the interesting thing bad outcome number three compromise and she's like I know we're encouraged to think that's a good word but Really compromise is just partial victories and partial acquiescences. You haven't gotten anything. At best, you get a partial victory. She said the only reason you should ever gather around a table is co-creation. All right. Well, that's going to do it for like the, the episodes of the guests that we had on 2021. Kind of a look back. Was there, was there a tasting or anything else that you thought was cool? Um. Well, you know, the... You know, the auction for Western yeah. Kentucky, that, uh, I mean, of all the things that you did this year, uh, I hope you don't have to do it again. Yeah. You know, like, that was wonderful and that was great. I would love for there to be no reason for you to be involved in anything like that again, because really we've had enough weather, we've had enough pandemic, we've had enough... Yeah, we've had enough of pretty much yeah. everything. Yeah. So it'd be it would be nice if you could just focus on some lifestyle content, maybe get some more music concerts back and mm-hmm. just enjoy bourbon and let's let's get back to vodka sucks being controversial. By God. Uh, but that would that, that boy, would be that'd wonderful. be great if that was the that was the thing we were arguing about. Yeah. That would be wonderful. But uh well it's always great to have you on. Uh Thanks. Okay. I didn't know I was gonna like Beyond, I thought this was going to be audio. Oh, so, am I know, in trouble? I don't care. I think yeah, I thought so. there. Did I say it was going to be audio? He said only? it was going to be audio. Okay. Well, see, Clay said he wanted to have it on video too. So. Well, Clay is, you know, one of the underbosses. So. Yeah, he he's the underboss. Uh, but you know what? If you don't like it, we can cut the video and just give it. We can just give that to the members because the members love you. The YouTube members love you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't have to put it out there for the rest of the public. Oh, I don't care. People, I didn't say anything that I wouldn't sign my name on. So, go ahead. Well, you married me. So, that's, uh, that's, uh. It was a good decision. Well, thank God you think that. (laughs) I mean, it's keep, no, I'm keeping you away from Henry Rollins. But, uh, (laughs) everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, making 2021 a great year. Uh, here's to 2022 and making it as awesome as well. Cheers. Fuck it sucks. Fuck it sucks. Tonight. Okay, this is actually how we are. (laughs) It's stunning and it's ridiculous. It is. We are ridiculous together. Sexually. (laughs) (laughs) And if you get that, you'll get a signed book. If If you you can explain what cartoon that comes from, you're going to get a signed book. It might even be his signed book.
that was that was going to be the best part. That it was your signed book or yeah, someone else's? Someone else's. like some rando. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I spoiled Anyway, that. we're supposed to wrap this thing up. But so. Yeah, we gotta, I got to go get the... You, are you getting him? Or uh, which one do you want me to get? You want me to get Julian or Oscar? Get Julian because I got to hop in a car Actually, and get Oscar. Actually, I need to make a deposit. Do you mind if I get Oscar? You taking my car? I don't take my car. You just really don't want to take pick up Julian, do you? I don't mind picking up Julian, but he just like throws fits. And that's not why. I really do have to make a deposit. I can't do mobile on it. So. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd be so kind, give us a rating on however you get your podcasts. Uh, tell a friend about the show. It helps with the algorithm. Helps uh, helps find new people and brings them into the crazy fold of the Fred Minnick show. But that's going to do it for this week, folks. Be safe out there. No licking handrails, no licking trash cans. And vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. Cheers, everybody. You've been listening to the Fred Minnick show brought to you by 291 Colorado Whiskey, by Michter's American Whiskey, and by Heaven Hill Brands. For more information about Fred and his books, his articles, and more, just go to fredminnick.com. 